Folks, it is a pressure cooker out there, and we are excited to share stories about people who swing their feet out of bed and put them on the floor and go to work for a reason, for a purpose, and the storms and, and troubles and trials that get in the way. This is Purpose Under Pressure, and I am so excited to welcome you to Season 1, Episode 1 of this podcast. Today's guest is someone that I met recently who shared with me uh, what purpose is. And I know that might uh, make for a, a, a lot of pressure on you, Jenny, but welcome to Purpose Under Pressure. Folks, this is Jenny Young. She's the owner of She Did It Videography. Hi there. Hi, Jenny. I'm so glad you're on the show. When I, when I bring up you being a part of this, it's just because when you and I were talking, you were so clear and you were so uh, focused on what you wanted to accomplish and nothing was going to get in your way. And I want to talk about that today. So Purpose Under Pressure is all about the things that get in the way of business owners that are trying to do good things. First, before we get into those stories, tell me about She Did It Videography. Tell me something good. Tell me what you were proudest of and excited about uh, with your new business. Oh my gosh. Well, She Did It is just booming. Uh, if you haven't heard, I just recently won a couple of awards, awards. So that's very, very exciting. Uh, because for me, it brings awareness to being a videographer. And specifically for me, I'm a videographer for small business and nonprofit. So I, and I'm very sad to all the brides out there, but I do not serve them. Um, I do serve small communities, particularly uh, Medina County. And I live in Wadsworth. So I am looking to serve those small businesses, those people, those humans, those brick and mortars um, who are entrepreneurs, who are dreamers, who are makers and creators, um, all of the things. Uh, and, and that's what she did. It does. I'm here to serve them, to help them uh, create content, to give them the uh, courage to create content uh, I'm here as a sounding board. I'm, I'm whatever that they need to be uh, to either get video done or to be motivated to make video for their small business. So the first question I have then is why? And I think this goes to the idea of, of purpose. So all those things are what you want to do. Yeah. And all those things are things that customers need. Mm -hmm. Why does that matter to you? How do those two things come together? It matters to me because I worked for eight years as a videographer servicing, um, they called it the diamond belt. So, you know, anywhere from parts of Akron all the way up to Sugar and Falls, uh, Strongsville, everywhere, multiple videos in a day. Um, and um, I was in a position where, you know, someone would set up the videos for me. And I would just plug in the address and I would show up and I, I wouldn't necessarily know what I was coming into. Um, but um, through the eight years, uh, I saw people who needed video, who didn't know they needed video, and even in some cases were talked into needing video. Um, they, they, they didn't always know why they paid for the video. Um, okay. Or, or for the full swing of they needed it, they had the money, they paid for it, they knew where it was going. Um, so I kind of got this full scope of, and we're talking eight years ago. So we're talking slightly on the cusp of when small businesses started showing up on Facebook, yeah. right? 
So I've had yeah. Facebook since it showed up on an episode of 2020, and my mom talked me into it, and that's how I found out what professor I was going to take at Akron U. So we're talking eight years ago when people aren't even sure why they're doing video. They kind of think they need one for their website. It kind of has to be anywhere from three minutes to five minutes long, right? So I've actually kind of lived my videography career through video actually coming on our phones and, and yep. using them for a purpose. Um, yep. So I've sort of taken the journey with the small businesses and kind of seen the confusion, the question marks, you know, small businesses have been left behind. They know they need to do it. Should I be on TikTok? What is a TikTok? You know, so like the whole gambit of video I've kind of lived through. What is a TikTok? That could be a, a show on on its own. And I, and, and I think businesses, small businesses don't understand all the things that are available to them. And what did that do to you? You were trying to make good work for these folks and something drove you to create She Did It Videography. Something was against that purpose. And I'm I'm interested in what that storm looked yeah. like. What, what happened that formed this opportunity for you? So I wanted to push against the small businesses that we were doing video for. They were small business, true, but they had a much larger budget than a small business. So we're categorizing them as small business, but you know, compared to the candy maker downtown, who has the most money to be able to have the business, right? So I began pushing against that a little bit, like, oh yeah, but what about so-and-so, or what about so-and-so? And, -so? and um, really wasn't getting the result I wanted. So a lot of other people within the organization were taking opportunities to do other things that filled their cup, right? It was just kind of, again, eight years ago, I was doing what people are today. Your boss says, here's the deadline, don't care what you do during the week, just get it done, follow your calendar, right? That's today. I was doing that eight, nine years ago. Um, so I started asking around, is there anybody that needs video? Um, and that led me through some people. And eventually, I ended up running into um, Main Street Wadsworth had started downtown. And I, the full story is a blur, but ended up having contact and was asked to do a video for one of the very first first Fridays that we had in Wadsworth. And um, so that was kind of an aha moment, like, oh, there's a need, yes, for community, for smaller. Um, and then, you know, that kind of blossomed into this idea of, well, what if what if towns had their own videographer, their own person who they could call upon when they needed to show things that happened? Because then I started realizing as Facebook is growing, as things are growing, that people are starting to invite you to things. And okay, I'll go. And then you wouldn't see the after of the event. You didn't see the photos. You didn't see a video. So I did a video for Main Street and it went on... LinkedIn, rumor is that it went on LinkedIn, got back to my boss, and I was told I wasn't supposed to do that. And that kind of cut ties with the relationship and that position that I had at the time. Okay. So let me <laughs> let me jump back here a little bit because yeah. you had a you were working and they were providing you the businesses. Those businesses weren't fitting your model as well, and you wanted to be able to help other people instead. These other people reached out to you and said, Hey, can you make me one? And you did. Yeah. Why did that cause a problem for you? In other words, like what what was wrong? So we're in business to make money, right? And you were gainfully employed and everything mm -hmm. was going well and mm -hmm. you were doing your job. 
what drove you to want more? This is where I, I wonder why some people make the decisions they do to go out on their own and do this crazy entrepreneurial thing. You had a good gig and you were doing good work in video and helping people, but you wanted to do something different. And this thing happened that was like, oh man, I'm in trouble now, but I'm doing what I love. What, what was that thing? There was a, a, there's several, I guess if you think of it like a sandwich, which is funny because the first, uh, the first moment where I knew something was wrong or I didn't like it or I needed to change it, right? Because we all start a business because we saw a need, we don't like something that's being done or we want to do it a different way. Yeah, so, um, so all the different layers of the sandwich of the she did it happening, right? And I knew first I was not connected to community and I kept seeing all these opportunities and I'm like, wow, I just wish that we were, ooh, if we're, if we're doing content, making content, representing this world of small business, you know, quote unquote, small business, why aren't we deeper in the community? So that was like a layer. And then I went to a video shoot and um, this business had been around for years and years and years. And the disconnect between the salesperson, which I am not, you think that I would be because I've seen the businesses. So I'm not the salesperson. Someone else has, will say, convince this person to create a video, to pay for a video. When I, it goes on my calendar, I go there that day, I walk in immediately, there's a disconnect, right? I'm yeah. first of all, the business, while it's been around for 30 years, she probably could not afford what we were charging. So ding, there's another one. Mm. You know, being able to afford it. What is fair? You know, in my mind, I I'm feeling terrible because I'm here, one, trying to represent something to people who are looking at it who live in a higher end mailbox and neighborhood. Yeah. And then I'm imagining they're going to walk in the door and it is then my job to basically convince them that they should walk into the door to this place, right? So I'm lying to them. I'm lying when they walk in there. And then this poor person was talked into something that they couldn't necessarily afford. Now I'm feeling guilty because she's probably put this on some credit card. This is the only thing she's going to be able to afford. The whole thing just felt like, whoa, this is this could be fixed. This is yeah. not right. Um, that, that exact story is the basis for every conversation I have with a small business. They are all not the same. They do not all operate the same. Their, um, monthly income is not the same. Whether they've been around for 30 years or 10 months does, does not, you know, dictate who they are. You know, 30 years doesn't mean, wow, they're they're really, you know, raking in it. They're doing amazing. I bet you they live in a mansion. That doesn't mean that at all. It must mean that the community loves and supports them and they love and support them and what they do, right? So every single conversation I have with a small business goes back to that restaurant that I had to film and that moment and I can see the woman's face. I can see she worked alone. The trash cans were overflowing, not because anything was wrong with her business, but she was busy and she was only one person. And then you send me in and I'm supposed to create a video where I'm convincing, you know, this higher end society that they should go in there. And I know when they walk in the door, they're going to see the trash cans. They're going to see the, they're not going to see, wow, this is a small business woman who's had this business for 30 years. They're just not, it's, it was all disconnect. So this entire moment for me is what kind of, started the real power and the real heart behind she did it i yeah. knew 
that I could not operate that way, that I must be truthful and I must also um, hear the small business and see the small business. It's, it's multi-layered. I can't just say, oh, this is what I'm charging you. This is what it has to be. And I'm contending with the videographers in Cleveland or somewhere higher up making lots of money. I always tell people when I meet them, I am not doing this so I can drive a Ferrari around Wadsworth. I am yeah. doing this because I sincerely, sincerely love video. I love small business and I love all the links in the chain. And if you can get them all linked up together, it builds community. I'm a resource. The Ferrari is not your purpose. And so what you did then, once you realized that this isn't going to work for Jenny mm-hmm. Young, mm-hmm. you contacted, uh, I think it was Main Street, and they wanted to do some things. And now all of a sudden, you've created a bigger storm for yourself, yes. right? Because yeah. you had a job, and now you're in trouble. So let's 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 go back to that uh, that thing where you're like, you just made this great video, the thing that came from your heart, the thing you wanted to do, the thing that helps communities, that does a good thing. Yeah, but now I got somebody on my, on my shoulders, on my back. Tell me about that. Yep. So, uh, you know, essentially, I mean, we met at a small business, which, so, you know, kudos to them. At least they kept it local. (laughs) Met at a small business and cut right to the chase and said, we know you've been doing this thing. Uh, we can't have that. Uh, so we're going to have to let you go. And, you know, my reaction was what I, I thought we supported local, you know, I, I didn't, sign anything off that said I couldn't. So, um, you know, I mean, quite honestly, I kind of caught him in that moment of, oh, oh, we didn't say she couldn't do that, right? Yeah. Um, so, you know, but I mean, the ties were broke. The trust was broke. The, you know, the heart of the job of the love, it was broke. And uh, I knew I had to move on. But how do you move on uh, when you don't even realize that the thing that you're in that the job that you're in, the career that you're building is truly where you're meant to be. And I didn't know it was truly what I was meant to do until I was trying to find the job to replace it. And then it was when I was, you know, job interview after job interview after job interview, like, you know, this is just not lining up with who I am. Um, They're telling me no. They don't believe me. Because typically... Um, you know, it's really unheard of for a videographer to not be associated with the agency to be running around doing the scheduling, doing the videoing, interviewing, and then editing it. All of those things eight years ago, even four years ago when she did, those were unheard of, you know. There were freelancers, but, you know, to the magnitude of all of the hats I was wearing, everyone was telling me, no, you don't do that. And so was there a time, Jenny, when you, knowing that you need a paycheck, not knowing that you had this she did it videography in your back pocket, you didn't know it was there, knowing you need to work and make an income, was there a time where you almost gave up on your principles and went back and said, you know what, I I can do this big work for big people. I, I have to make a living. I did. And I ended up the very last interview that I did was in Cleveland. I thought, oh, I've made it. There's a big, long mahogany table. I'm on the like blah, blah, blah floor up in the air. You know, I I come out of the elevator. I can still see it today. The front of their office has been fit with fencing, you know, so it looks like this really cool studio. Oh my gosh, I'm about to walk into, I don't even know. This is amazing. Front door, there's a girl sitting there. You know, I go into the interview and, um, 
in a nutshell, I was going to be shooting B-roll. And they were going to fly me around places surrounding Ohio. So I'd be home on the same day. Fly out, go film, come home. Oh my gosh, what a dream. That's magical. I love it. I can't wait. I'm totally fit for the job. I, I'm basically doing what you're telling me I'm going to do minus the airplane in my time in a little tiny Yaris all over Ohio. So I'm, I'm like, oh, this is it. So a couple days goes by and I get a phone call and um, I was told that I did not get the job because I was a mom and they couldn't guarantee that I could be available when they needed me to. Now, at the time, I did not know that that was... You couldn't do that. I didn't know. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know they could be big. I was just so caught up in trying to keep hold of this thing I was doing, this the creative bug, just right. that that I didn't stop and question it. And and all I did was just get really mad, just super yeah. super mad. And um, I went for a run. Um, at the time, I was running the Akron half marathon, my first one. So at this point, I mean, I'm nine miles, I'm doing nine miles and I'm really, really mad. I get the phone call and I remember my husband was home and I was just dropped everything. And you need to plan when you're going to do your nine miles. You know, if you've ever run far, you've got to like have it, you've got to know you're going to wake up early because you're going to be gone a while. I just yeah. dropped everything. My son was three. I said, I got to go. I, need, I just need to go for a run. Put on the shoes, ran. I'm nine miles away from home, and all the things are going through my head. What am I going to do? How am I going to keep going? How, I, this is just what I want to do. I just want to film small businesses. How do I continue? Your purpose. How yeah. do I continue yeah. doing this? And as I'm running, I'm probably finding my purpose, and thoughts, and things, and colors are flying through my mind. And I'm like nine miles away from home. I'm standing on train tracks, and I stop dead in my tracks. And I go, all right, well, you know, the guys in Cleveland, they said I couldn't do it. I can't, I can do it. I can, she can do it. She, she did it. Oh, you know what? I'm going to do this and you're going to see my videos. And when you see my videos, you're going to have to ask who did that. And you're going to be mad that you didn't hire me to go fly wherever. And someone's going to have to answer you once I'm established. She did it. Oh, she, she did. did it. Yeah. You know, and it's really funny because at the time, all of the, you know, things going on in Hollywood just serendipitously butted up against exactly yeah. what was going through my brain, which is being angry. And, you know, then you had all the women in Hollywood. And so it, I, I didn't use it, but it was a really nice, like, propeller to help me kind of, yeah, let's, let's get mad about this kind of thing. So yeah. that, I mean, I called my husband and I was like, First of all, it's a joke, but I seriously had no idea where I was. I was nine. I'm not from Wadsworth, so we had only been here about like seven, eight years at the time. I have no idea where I'm at. I'm nine miles away from home. I'm like, well, I don't know where I am, but we're going to start a business. And my husband's name is Jeremy, and he goes, okay, okay, sure. But are you on your run? And I'm like, yeah, 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 I'm on my run. It's fine. But we're going to start a business. Is that okay? And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, okay, well, uh, you know, what do you need from me? And he's like, well, uh, you got three months. Can you do it in three months? Well, yeah. Why? Because the money was going to run out. Is that why? Yeah. It was just yeah. like, it wasn't a thought we had. It was never like, let's put money in our savings account in case any of us ever wants to quit our job, get fired, or start a business. It wasn't anything. He was like, ah, I mean, just off the top of my head, three months. And I was like, yeah, sure. No problem. I got three months not knowing what it would actually 
take for people to pick up on me, believe me, hear me, see me, because it was rule number one from go, I was not going to call back on eight years worth of clients who truly did not belong to me while we were friendly or they did know me. I could not go backwards. I could not ask them for help. I had to do this for me. I had to start my own clients. You had three months with no clients and you were going to base your business on principle. And that just took off like wildfire? <laughs> yeah. So uh, we know we have the, the woman. The story of the woman is in my head. This, this is the grounding for how she did it's going to function. She's not going to, I'm not going to be like that. She's going to be like this. So I knew that. Then I knew that I didn't know anybody. I, I knew that I lived here, but I didn't know who I needed to know. So I knew that the first thing that I needed to do was find the people. And so I picked up a, um, we went out for breakfast and I picked up the woman's journal. And I had remember seeing her around while I'm being a videographer out and about in the world. And I picked it up and just took it home with me. And then I sat down and I opened it up and I just looked at the possibilities. Look at all these ads. Look at all these moments of these events that people want to have. And they have no idea that they need to film them or take a photo. Sure, you can show me this wonderful ad of this cool event. And you, someone has marketed it very well. I would attend. But are you going to show me what happens there? So if I don't know what happened there, how am I going to know that I want to come next year at the third mm -hmm. annual, the 13th mm -hmm. annual? How am I going to know you had fun? So I started emailing um, the events and just trying to convince them that they needed me, that they needed my help. Um, and so with that, I met, um, I met Kelly who owns the Women's Journal, and then I also went to a networking event. So I also had a rule where I didn't really want to sign up and, and, you know, like keep going to the same networking event. Because in my mind, I was like, well, that's not networking at all. That's just joining a group. Like I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get all the business cards from all the networking events everywhere in town, Medina County, into Worcester, wherever I have to go. I'm gonna get your business card, and then I will run home, email you, set up a coffee. And then that set like this crazy precedent. I was literally having like eight coffees a day. I was scheduling it in my calendar so I could just keep meeting people. And in one of those, um, one of the first networking events I went to, you weren't supposed to pass out business cards. But I was like, that's not happening. So I'm going to yeah, pass out. I'm going to slide my business card. Slid my business card to Kathy Posner, who oh. was one of the most influential coffees I had in, in those first couple of weeks. Um, and she said, first of all, you need to meet Janie at the chamber. She's going to love you. I was like, okay, no, check, got it. I'm going to meet Janie. And then she said, second of all, uh, whenever you meet with someone, I want you to ask that person, I want you to ask them um, who you should meet. Yeah. And then in turn, I want you to offer someone that maybe they should meet. And so then that became really another catalyst for how she did it functions because then I'm now I'm a community connector. You know, we're always if we're always connecting each other, if we're always keeping each other in the loop, if we're always strengthening each other by by growing who we know, uh, then we're all stronger, then our businesses are doing better. We have a pool of people, we have support group, and that was just kind of my mentality is like and then I started learning that, you know, oh, I need this. Oh, well, let me just call so-and-so. Or, yeah. 
Ryan, you need so-and-so? Let me just, oh, I have an email. Let me, you know, and so then it just kind of really became this thing. I don't even know what it became. It just rules, you know, I, it just kind of, I don't know. She did it as its own, its own thing. I, it, 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 it functions on its own set of rules. Um, and it works for me and it's, it's, it's all based on community and, and being a resource for people. So Jenny, it's, it's amazing to hear you try to figure out why she did it <laughs> worked. And I, and I'm here to tell you that it worked because you didn't give up on your purpose and it was going to work for you no matter what. And your husband said, can we do it in three months? And I know it took longer than three months, but you still wouldn't give up. And now you yeah. can't, I mean, you're really busy and you're doing great work and you're winning the Athena Award for, for amazing achievement in Medina County and you're doing amazing things. And I'm just, one last question. Is She Did It Videography everything you wanted it to be as far as what you're doing, who you're doing it for? You may not be making, is, I don't know revenue-wise, it's not about revenue. Are you proud of She Did It Videography and are you proud of Jenny Young? Oh, 100%. 100% it is everything I I and you're right it is to me not about the revenue it is about being a um, a person that the community can lean on that they have questions I don't ever want anybody to think that their business is not worthy of video right and I'm holding my hands up like we're holding some kind of statue or trophy right because you know big box does all these cool things and they're on TV and you know a lot of businesses might think that oh I'm not worthy because I don't have enough money to make a uh, commercial for the TV um, and I just I'm here to show you that it's not necessary to be on TV you know we can be scrappy and have fun and be unique and be all those things you've ever wanted to be and you don't have to be on the TV you don't have to have a billion views. You just have to be unique to your clients, um, your future clients, the people you want to walk in the door. Um, you have to believe in yourself. Um, I know that sometimes it's not, you know, I, I would love everybody to just be ready to go when the light is shining on you. And it, it doesn't happen. And I sometimes have been asked to be in front of the camera and that I leave me alone with my phone and I got it right. Turn a camera on and a bunch of lights and I'm like a mouse. I cannot do it myself. So I, when I am explaining to people, when I'm getting them comfortable in the seat and telling them I understand how you feel, it is true. It is not natural to feel like you can just Tom Hanks all over the place on, <laughs> you know, on the camera. It's just not natural. Um, but being um, authentic and understanding and having the history with small business, I, th I think... Um, it's it's I'm different as a videographer. It's it's different. I'm coming from a place of understanding and history uh, and knowledge. And I mean, there is a strange list of small businesses that I have filmed. <laughs> so you know, it's I'm I understand. Um, so I'm coming from a place of of understanding, and I I want them to feel that. I want them to be able to trust me. Because it's not an easy thing to do. It's not an easy thing to start. It's not an easy thing to keep up. 
it's not an easy thing to think about. I'm the last person everyone thinks about, and I'm trying to help people understand that it should be immersed with everything else you think about. Video is not going away. Social media is not going away. You know, it's just something that you have to integrate with your thinking. When you unlock the door, you should think, oh, look at all this wonderful content I have. <laughs> now let me find time to film or, or photograph it. How do people find you if they want to talk to you about your authentic self and about your amazing company? And regardless of the business size, anyone can work with you. And so I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that some folks will reach out. But uh, how, how would they do that? Well, you just Google she did it. <laughs> um, so you can find she did it videography. There's a website. I'm on Instagram primarily. I'm on Facebook. Um, my Twitter is registered. There's one tweet. It doesn't exist. It's just so you don't steal my name. <laughs> I have a TikTok. I am dabbling in it. Um, but if you do follow me on Instagram, I have started um, showing small businesses the rights and the wrong ways of how to film video. Um, maybe things to think about, uh, to watch out for, that maybe they can incorporate when they quickly go live or create a video. Uh, they didn't go to school for it. I did. So I can't take she the did. phone out of your hand. <laughs> she did. I cannot take the phone out of your hand. I cannot stop you from hitting record. So I kind of had a light bulb like, well, you know, if I just show up every once in a while and give them some tidbits on the rights and the wrong ways, maybe I can help you create better content if you truly can't call upon me to, to make the video of your dreams. Tremendous. Jenny Young, owner, founder, CEO, president, dog walker. <laughs> she did it videography i am so excited that you were my first guest on this show purpose under pressure because that is what this show is all about this show is all about people who just will not give up on what makes them tick not just for pursuit of revenue or big dreams or whatever it might be but what when you swing your feet out of bed in the morning you put them on the ground why are you doing it and jenny you are a testament to making sure you just never give up on that. And so I appreciate your sharing your story here on Purpose Under Pressure. Folks, I think we do this once a week. At least we're going to try to. So uh, why don't you tune in next week and see if we come back. I think we will. And until then, just don't let that storm stop you. Go get it. And if you have any questions from Jenny, reach out to her. Until then, I'm Brian Leffelock. This is a production of Brian Media, Purpose Under Pressure.